But if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. What sorrow awaits the world because it tempts people to sin. Temptations are inevitable, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting. And that is Matthew 18, 6 through 7. Matthew 18, verses 6 through 7. Welcome to another episode of the Transformed Living Podcast. My name is Cameron. This is my amazing wife, Anna. We are so excited to dive into the topic today of protecting children from um, the progressive movement and the movement that has moved forward here in this country that has said that, hey, like, you can transition, you can be whatever uh, you want to be. And mm. uh, hey, you should come and participate in this child. You should be within this and a part of this community and you're welcome and right. pretty colors and all this fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna walk through this. This is something that both me and Anna have had on our hearts and it's something mm. where we're, to be honest, just transparently like a little nervous, like we don't wanna uh, you know, ruffle any feathers, but we know that Jesus did not come to, you know, just let everything stay the same way it was. He came to ruffle some feathers. He came to say, hey, this is the way that God wants things to be. And so we're walking through that right now. Um, if you, uh, it's your first time joining us, please like uh, this episode of the podcast. Please subscribe to the channel. Um, please check some things out, some other podcasts we've done. And we're just jumping uh, right into this idea. Yeah. And do you want to share a little bit about the clip or the event that occurred yeah. with children involved at a uh, drag show. Yeah, so what what started this is is we've thought a lot about like, hey, let's address some different Christian issues, things that come from the church and how yeah. to be as an individual and improve yourself as an individual and as a Christian, you know, as you walk through life. That's mm -hmm. the big purpose of this podcast and things we've talked about. Um, but then just with what's happening in our culture right now and it being June, right now it's Pride Month, um, there's some different things that have been coming out and one of the big clips that came out and went around the internet around twitter and all the different places yeah. was a um a video of uh drag queens performing um sexual acts around children um like you know walking up and down the aisle essentially in very revealing clothing and uh the whole premise of the show is to take money and put it and give it to the drag person and you know do that and as a child and so children are doing this and it's a child friendly drag show it took place um in a, like a drag bar uh, of some sort and there's a bright neon sign on the wall that says it's not gonna lick itself there were interviews of uh the different participants in the drag show talking about how they wanted to normalize the this for children talking about how they wanted to make this something that oh yeah kids should totally be seeing this and exposed to this kind of stuff and then you start seeing the different clips of pride parades and the exposure and the kind of just out there that is there and you can look those clips up yourself. Yeah. I really don't want to talk about the things you see and yeah. hear. And we're going to um, try to have you put a couple of the pictures yeah. up if you're watching this on YouTube yes. while to show what we're yes. talking about. While this is playing on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, mm -hmm. I'm going to be playing clips of this. I'm showing things of it. There will be links within the video that you can go see these for yourself. Yeah, that's because a good I idea. really, uh, I want to clearly say one thing I like is don't just take my word for this. Don't just take Anne's word for this. Don't yeah. take anybody's word for anything. Make sure that though you check these and see these for yourself. And I'm gonna put a bunch of different things in here to be, that to be honest, kind of made me go like, mm, we've got to say something about this as Christians. Yeah. We've got to jump into this because there is a culture war happening around us, which is a spiritual war. Yeah. And this spiritual culture war happening around us, it's time for us to jump into the fray. And it's time for us to have some things to say about it. And so we're gonna address the idea of the movement of that 
all this progressivism goes into real quick. We're going to jump into the idea of the individual and how the individual kind of gets messed with in this situation. Mm -hmm. And then also what we as Christians need to do about this uh, because we need to stand up and do something. Um, and so it's time. It's time to move forward. And it's time to yeah. make something happen. And I think for me, I kind of was falling into the whole ignorance is bliss yeah. uh, situation with stuff like this because I... I kind of found that I was getting a little <laughs> riled up. You get real when riled I up. would um, see these different things in the news and, you know, blah, 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 and other podcasts and all sorts of things. And so I just kind of found myself for a bit uh, just choosing not to watch any yeah. of those things. And I and I do think it's very biblical to be very aware of what we are, you know, letting into our minds and the media that we watch. Like I still stand by that. All of that's very important. but if we do it to such an extreme where we are no longer aware of what is happening around us in our culture, that's that's not biblical. How are you gonna fight against something that mm -hmm. you're not aware of going yeah. on? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you brought that to me, the drag show with the, it's not gonna lick itself, which Cameron wanted to title this podcast that, <laughs> and I, I said, no, I said, I'm Fair not promoting enough. that. If that's what it's called, I'm Fair not enough. saying that. Um, but I was, I mean, just horrified by that i mean when i was growing up um i mean mrs doubtfire was pretty much as draggy as it got you know i love mrs one doubtfire. of your favorite movies <laughs> yeah however <laughs> there's no sexualization within that movie um and i'm not saying that you i don't know, know she's robin williams dressed as a woman is you know <laughs> biblically a good thing um but there's no you know sexual perversion agenda within that movie at least from my point of view and then you look at today all the different things and you mm -hmm. look at all the things that Disney is now promoting yes. and sneaking in left and right. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're after kids. And while mm -hmm. we don't have kids, it's yeah. still something that I believe every Christian needs to um, be aware of, yeah. of what's going on and have the courage to speak up. Because I think people, uh, myself included, have remained silent for so long whether yeah. that's just being ignorant about what's going on or fearing man and not wanting to speak up but you know yeah. a lot of christians and a lot of churches have just kept their mouths shut and it's doing everybody a disservice it's doing the christians a disservice yep. it's doing the people that are caught up in these sins a disservice yeah and um honestly i think a lot of us have just gotten very cowardly and yeah that has to come to an end we we are are now a part of the problem yeah by staying quiet yeah we are 100 percent a part of the problem we're gonna address like what do we do about this what's the next steps how can yeah. we push forward and push in the right ways but it comes down to i, I first want to address this idea of like if you're someone like me like anna because we've discussed this mm -hmm. if at one point in your life you're like hey like th this is america freedom yeah. all these things you can go do your thing over there that person can go do their thing over there. Let them do their thing. I'm let them do the thing. Hey, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna let them. I'm let them do yeah. what they want to do. No, when I They're was free. younger, I have voted in favor of that. Yeah, and so hey, like you can. Which do Which I am not proud of now. You can I absolutely have. You can do what you want. You can do what you like. And as long as you're not bothering me, I'm not going to bother you. The issue is, is that it has progressed to the point where the first stage of it is like, hey, you have to accept what we're doing here, mm -hmm. and then eventually you have to affirm what we're doing here. And then you start having to affirm what's being done. And then you have to affirm and accept what's being done to children then at that point. Well, you're right. a bigot if you don't think if you don't think this is okay for kids to see because you're just having this issue right, right. now. And that's the the problem we're in right now is it's like, okay, if if 
progress, if things that need to progress continue to progress, mm -hmm. eventually the only option, which will be, is that more things will get added to the banner that is pride. Right. And then we'll be stuck in a spot where there will be people who say, well, I'm attracted to this thing. So why can't I be attracted to this thing? Right. Um, and you that can fill animal, in the blank. Animal, that kids, inanimate object, all children, kinds of things, infants. whatever you want to pick that will come that will come to fruition eventually and those things have already been pushed forwards again these are things that i were trying to, we we're kind of like living yeah. in ignorance but like there are literally organizations that exist within the united states of america that are pushing for legislation to make it legal to have relationships with children those things exist and so these things are being pushed forward and constantly being pushed forward yeah. and those are the kind of things that eventually that group will start raising their hand and say, well, what about us? Well, what about us? If this person, if this, if this, and this. Right, there's no end to it. There's no Anything end. progressive is going to be constantly progressing. It has to keep going. <laughs> and I, I know a lot of people in the um, progressive Christians, which I, that's a topic for a different day, but a lot of them will claim that Jesus was progressive, and so then they get to be mm. progressive and this and that. And I just want to read Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So it doesn't really seem like he's changing a ton. And mm -hmm. so I feel like that should kind of be the end of the argument in that realm because they seem to think that he's right along there with them, mm -hmm. cheering on this sin and wanting everyone to just be accepted and cheered on as they are quite honestly killing themselves. Mm. And that's wrong. The big thing that Jesus did, and let's, let's really clarify the big thing that he did, there was a religious system that had been built yeah. that had been, in my opinion, perverted and messed with because all these different laws were taken too far yeah, and things. Absolutely. And people were relying on the law to save them. Right. They were dead within the law because they couldn't be perfect. And so Jesus took that religious system and said, okay, it's, it's obvious. You can see that you can't save yourself with this. So I'm here to now save you from the religious system. I'm going to die on a cross. I'm going to be the sacrifice. Still part of that system. Yeah, because he, part fulfilled. Of it, he fulfilled it. Exactly. But it ended up being this thing where it's like, that's what he came to do. Yeah. That's what he did. He pushed back against the established thing that was in in there and fulfilled it to its perfection. And yeah. so th let's be very clear what Jesus came to do. Jesus came to die on the cross yeah. and forgives of, of every single sin. Yeah. And he pushed back against every single sin, yeah. both in his life, in his ministry, and when he died on the cross, he pushed back and defeated death and defeated right. sin. And, and so I, oh, we can't let, we can't get ourselves caught up in this this idea that Jesus was just going to go, you know, peace, love, you know, we're chilling. It's all going to be good. He went into the temple and flipped tables. He called people vipers. Like it was, he came to like absolutely flip things upside down. Absolutely. And yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. And it, it kind of goes into the whole, you know, if we're not careful as Christians, we're going to be loving people straight to hell. Absolutely. And that's, that's not love and people have kind of created their own definition of love mm -hmm. and have just decided that that's what jesus did and it's it's not he yeah. never um yes he dined with sinners and he hung around sinners but it was always to bring redemption yeah. and restoration and for them to completely drop their sin and yes. come to him yes and what we're seeing today what a lot of people are claiming is love is I'm not gonna ever say anything to you. Hopefully you'll pick up on what I'm dropping by, what I'm yeah. doing, and that's not biblical. Yeah. Jesus said John the Baptist was what? The greatest man who'd ever lived. Hmm. 
he was sure as heck vocal about what he thought. Yeah. And so I think being vocal is a really big part of it. Yeah. Um, being vocal about sharing the gospel is a really big part of it. Yeah. And of course, tune into the Holy Spirit because I'm not saying you should always be running your mouth. There are absolutely times where you should be quiet and yes. really tune into that. But this concept of in order to be loving, you need to cheer people on in their sin is not biblical. Yeah. And as Christians, I feel like it really shows that not a lot of us are reading our Bibles. Yep. We have no idea. We are listening to podcasts like this one. No, I'm kidding. We're listening to podcasts. We're listening to sermons online, maybe sermons in church, and we're not actually reading God's word for ourselves. Yeah. And it's showing. <laughs> it's becoming really, really evident, and it's kind of getting embarrassing. And so I think it's just really important to hunker down and go, okay, if I claim that I'm a Christian yeah. and my eternity depends on this, yep. I'd better know what's in this book. Yep. I'm touching my phone because there's a little Bible in my <laughs> phone. It's not usually the one that I use, but it's in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think it's really important to understand and read it for yourself. Yep. Um, I think going to church is great. I think listening to sermons is great. I think listening to worship music, music is great. I think all of those yeah. things are great. But if you are not studying scripture, mm. you know, for yourself, mm. you're going to be very easily swayed and influenced in all the ways of the world. And yeah. that's what we're running into right now. And it's now. easier path. The easier path is going, well, Jesus was a really nice guy. So yeah. he would, this is how he would act. And if you literally look at how he would act in the Bible and you look at the examples of what would happen, he, he would literally like go like, hey he would go to the person that no one else wanted to hang out with. Yeah. Right. That was the whole thing. The Pharisees and the religious leaders were doing were like, they were like, Oh, I can't hang out with that person because they're unclean. And I can't hang out with that because of right. status and all, it was all status, status, status. And so Jesus said, Hey, no more status. Yeah. I'm going to go hang out with everybody. And then when he got to them, he'd say, turn from your sin, turn yeah. away. Like there was something so they, supernatural like, happening. He loves us. I, I was listening to the song today. He loves us as he finds us, but he's, he, it's, he's way too good to leave us there. Yeah, he's you need way to, you too can good to leave us there. Come as you are, but then you need to leave as he is Absolutely. because he will have that supernatural 100%. impact on you. And we were talking yesterday um, and we were saying, so, you know, if if Jesus went to a pride parade or something um, of that capacity, what would he do? And I think a lot of progressive people um, would honestly say, you know, he would just sit down and love on them and you know, say how proud he is of them and maybe he'd put on a boa. I don't know. And we're like, okay, let's look at the biblical, you know, aspect of this. And if we're being honest, he would go and he would love them enough to say something. He would love them enough to call them out of their sin and yeah. to come back with him. And honestly, he would be trying to exercise whatever demon that was trying to attack them yeah. that they were operating under. I mean, and we all have these different things. I want to be very clear that we're not putting um, homosexuality in this bucket of the unforgivable sin, not in any capacity. No. I, I wouldn't say it's it's any different than fornication. I've slept around before I was married. I lived with someone before I was married. I, you know. I fornicated. Sorry, mother, if you're listening to this, you already knew that. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not saying that my sin was less than their sin. I'm not saying that in any way, shape or form. There is absolute forgiveness. And once you surrender your life to Christ, you are a new creation. And so I want to be very clear that we are not, I think a lot of Christians 
um, tend to make homosexuality this thing where it is the unforgivable sin. It is this, that, mm -hmm. and whatever. And it's this terrible thing. And it is terrible. It's a sin. But so is the other list of sins that you and sure. I are probably engaging in from time to time, whether yep. we're realizing it or not. Yeah. And I also want to say really quick that we are not talking about people who have struggled with same-sex attraction or are currently struggling with same-sex attraction and are repentant of that and Absolutely. are turning to God. That is not what this is about. Um, that is, again, just the same as, you know, when we, if we were to get drunk if we were to gossip It'd if no we were to and we're like oh my gosh like god please forgive me yeah. i'm so sorry like please like oh gosh purify my heart and direct me back to you help me yeah. to have an eternal perspective like we we should all be doing we're all being refined constantly yeah. so i just want to make it clear people that struggle with that temptation is very different than the people who are acting on the sin, who are promoting the sin, and who are essentially saying that we all need to jump on board yeah. with cheering them on, and um, all the pastors need to be okay with yeah. you know marrying whoever and this and that and whatever. So what it comes down to is this whole idea of looking at this idea of of separating the the person who's struggling with this yeah. and going through whatever it might be with the movement that is pushing this forward yes and the um changes to society that are happening because of the of the movement that is pushing something like this forward and where we are landing as a society yeah. because of this movement so the one interesting thing that as we were discussing this and figuring this out one thing that really stood out to us that uh, anna really pointed out was, it was cool is this idea of this pride movement is really attempting to hijack the promise of god um, that's the first thing. Yeah. That's the and first the purification of his people. Absolutely, because we can see that the first the, the first thing that happens with the pride movement way way back in the day is they the rainbow. The rainbow is taken. The rainbow is. I know it's so yeah. silly, but like it's this idea of like that represents and has represented for a millennium, millennium. Right. This it is a beautiful promise. A promise from God to say, hey. This is this is how I this is what yeah. happened. This is how we will operate moving forward. Mm -hmm. This is a covenant between me and the people of yeah. the world. And so and it's a purification covenant. It's like, hey, like this is what's happening. This will never happen again. Yeah. And that's being taken um, and moved into something else. And it's so interesting that it's called uh, pride yeah. because it's called pride. And it's so yeah, it's how, a bit it's a bit more transparent than it yeah. needs to be. And it's the whole interesting thing is, is it's like it ends up being where it's based in like there is no God. I get to decide yeah. what I am, what I'm made to be and create myself within my own image. Yeah. And that's actually perfect what you just said. I there was someone that I follow on um, Instagram. She speaks at churches. Her name is Victoria Rich and I'll link her uh, down below. But I screenshotted it and I don't have my glasses on. So forgive me if it takes me a second. Um, but I just thought it was so good. And so it just summed up a lot of this very beautifully. So I'm going to read it really quick. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. Satan thinks he has won if he has control of your identity. He hates our identity because you were made in the image of God. If he can flip your identity and pervert it, he's done quite a big thing because you will no longer look like God. Mm. Pride is not anything to celebrate. Not now and not then when it took Lucifer over in heaven and caused him to fall. There's a reason an entire movement is called pride because its bitter roots come from hell. Jesus loves the homosexual the homosexual community. He has freedom for all humanity. Mm. The truth will set us free. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in mm. him shall not perish but have eternal life. And that's John 3.16. Absolutely. I love it. Um, so jumping into a couple of things here we want to hit. Um, 
hit with this podcast. So first and foremost, the uh, the idea of grooming, and this is very interesting because I think when um, well, I think when people hear grooming, they think it's like this like really intense thing. It's gonna be this crazy, crazy thing. Well, it is intense, but they think it's gonna yes. be a blatantly obvious. Blatantly obvious. Yeah, yeah. Good, good point. Good call. Yeah, it's very intense. Very bad. It's very, very wrong. Subtle. Very subtle. And so it take. It's not just one day a child is ends up next to an adult and a an act happens and the child is okay with it. Yeah. It's not just one day that happens. It's a slow transition. The temperature changes slowly over time. Mm-hmm. Things happen one day at a time. And it happens on a culture level and an individual level. So now go look up the videos again. I'll throw them up here and have them like in a little box here as we're going like kids at pride seeing things, seeing things yeah. that are um ridiculously inappropriate for children to see things that um a, a parade that is entirely about sexual desires there it's it's nothing else about the identity except i like to do this to um oh talk about enjoy was it myself uh, well there that's a whole separate thing sorry um but no you're totally right like it's like this you idea, can just you can briefly say yeah, what it is we'll or get I into will. postmates in a second um it's is as you have like it's normalizing all of this so it becomes very normal and, and you end up in this spot and we talk about, let's just talk about the drag show side of things. Okay, drag shows happen. Oh, well, you're used to doing this. You're used to giving money to this person like this. You're used to doing that. Oh, maybe maybe you could try dressing up. Maybe you could try doing this. And then, oh, maybe maybe you know you saw your one drag show person do that one time where they took their jacket off and spun it and threw it. Like, right, that was and it was fun. this fun thing and people yeah. were cheering and laughing. And people gave them money. Hey, yeah. why don't you try that real quick? Why don't you try it? And you can literally see videos of children online doing this because they have been conditioned yeah, to do this. Like this is online. There are then pictures. It's it's a slow buildup where then there are basically almost completely nude people next to children. And there's at some point this is how this happened because there are somebody that's in care of this child. And when I say care, I say that very loosely. Um, who got to this point and said, this is okay and ends up grooming. And then the other part about the grooming that's very interesting is the affirmation that comes. If you're affirmed in something, then you're going to want to do that. Someone tells you, wow, you're doing such a great job. There was a, um, a thing I was listening to about somebody who has detransitioned and she told her story about how she transitioned and said she went online on these forms. She's checking all these different things out online Mm -hmm. and she's, she's talking about, she's, She's a teenager talking about her angst and all the things she's yep. going through and then ends up being where someone says, well, hey, maybe, you know, you're a little more masculine. Maybe, maybe you should try it. Maybe, you know, maybe you should just try cutting your hair. See how it makes you feel. Right. right? So see how it makes you feel. Well, what happens? She goes and cuts her hair. There's a big change. Change always makes you sometimes feel good, especially it's like, I, right. I, I did something different. And I can kind of feel good in that yeah, way. Yeah, it can help reset you in a certain way. But then way. she posts a picture of that change. And what, what do all the people on that same form do? Oh my gosh, you look so great. You look so nice. Hey, you know what? That haircut made you feel so great. Why don't you try putting on boys' clothes? Why don't yeah. you try that for a little bit? And this is all from a podcast I listen to. Again, I'll maybe I'll link it here. Like it's a whole clip of this this gal explaining how she literally was affirmed. Well, hey, if you like your hair short and you like this, and when you bind your breasts and and make them smaller by binding them, y- you know you feel better because people are affirming her when she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Then of, of course, what maybe maybe this is not who you are. Maybe you're a boy. And then it gets to this point. That is grooming. That is grooming. That's using manipulation and affirmation to subtly tell somebody you are not what you actually are. There is reality. There is truth. And it ends up being where this grooming makes this end up happening. Yeah. And God's very clear. He made them male and female. Yep. 
and he made them as they were and he made people as they were and sometimes you might not like certain parts about what you are as a person but that's something you have to walk through and it's not something you can change and when you play god you change and there's a whole other set of things when you try to actually really change change that things get really really intense um when it comes yeah. to this idea of the movement too i want to talk about the idea of like the propaganda of it all and how it needs it's been normalized I showed Anna this commercial and um, I won't go deep into this commercial because first I want to keep this podcast shorter. <laughs> we went like an hour last time. Uh, that was long. But um, honestly, pause this. If if you're if you're watching it, go look up the Postmates. It's like Veggie Tales for perverts. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Go, go look up the Postmates commercial about the bottom menu. It is a menu <laughs> for making sure that the stuff that comes out of your bottom is nicer so that when you are engaging in adult acts with somebody in that regard and in that way that it is a more pleasurable experience for you and there's everything from a an eggplant with um like like weird like chains kind of stuff yeah, on it a talking eggplant with eggplants with stuff on it and there is a peach with a jock strap with an exposed a peach represents a butt i learned that with emojis mm. um and so that is there with an exposed backside that's yeah, the and bottom partnered with a doctor to yeah specifically create this diet yep. and i think we should be very careful as christians to not go you know what the loving thing to do is bend over take part bend over yeah that's not no what that's not do. loving not what we're gonna do and, not what <laughs> and i guarantee you there's some progressive people that are going that way and yeah. it has got to stop yeah it's got to stop no i'm, I'm 100 with you because like we read the verse at the beginning and we're talking about this idea of grooming because there are children at stake yeah. there are the next generation is at stake more people are and more children are coming out as trans or being trans or saying that they're trans yeah and it is not because suddenly it's okay to do it it's because it's trendy. Because it's trendy. It's, it's celebrated. Cool. You and can you can get you're affirmed if you do it. All these things can happen. Right. And let's uh let's be honest too. If something like this is normalized, and this is gonna go down a little bit of a turn, but stick with us here. How much money is to be made <laughs> off of this? The pharmaceutical company. From the pharmaceutical companies. A whole lot. From doctors. From the psychological care that a doctor can give. Oh my goodness. Let's just break that, break it down real quick. And this even, oh, can I just say something really quick? Yeah. I was horrified by this. This is just a little tidbit. First of all, if you're going to do counseling, I would only ever suggest a Christian counselor. I was looking up Christian counselors uh, a few months ago for someone. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm looking at these people like, okay, doing a quick vetting, blah, blah, blah. I would click on some of these supposedly vetted Christian counselors with freaking pronouns in their bio. And I'm going, what? Mm. What? Yeah. Okay, that's not a Christian counselor. Sorry, that's not a Christian counselor. Yeah. And I would love to know anyone who considers himself a Christian, if you have your pronouns listed in your Instagram or whatever, why? And what does that mean? Because you are trans affirming at that point. And I want to know how it's loving to help normalize someone's sin instead of helping them get closer to christ i would actually love to know how normalizing that yeah is biblically helpful and putting a flag up saying you're normalizing and so that's that's the key thing here so before we jump i want to jump into the idea no no you're you're totally fine um i want to jump into the idea of the cost and the pharmaceutical companies and that kind of stuff but before we do that because you said the idea of like putting your flag in there um Pronouns, what Pro, I said. Pronouns and all that kind of stuff, affirming all that kind of stuff. Um, 
we will talk more about that idea, but also talk about the idea that like this is a progressive movement that has a flag. Flag is flag represents your spot in the battlefield. That's what flags yep. have meant throughout history. And so that's what this is. And we have to be very conscientious of that and very conscientious that the pride flag is being flown on U.S. embassies and countries, other places, all kinds of different stuff. It is something that is literally trying to progress and move forward and through. Mm, so let's talk about ridiculous. this idea. First and foremost, pharmaceutical things that can be done. Mm -hmm. um, I looked all this up on Google. Not perfect, but I just hit it, hit it, didn't do deep dive of research, but just yeah. like a general like 20 minute look on some of this stuff. So give me some grace. Um, Two thousand ish dollars a year for any kind of medication mm -hmm. just for hormo hormonal med medication okay okay so you have to do all that kind of stuff and if you transition you have to keep that up for basically your entire life okay um i don't know about you or me but i definitely don't spend that much on vitamins or other pills and all kinds of different stuff maybe you do you take a lot <laughs> of vitamins that is something that there's money to be yeah. made from this and oh the pill that they're giving to people that they say is a blocker and can block puberty and you can flip a switch back on. Hey, if you want to go through puberty, you're 12, you take these pills. Let's say you get to 15, you realize you don't want to do this. Hey, you can stop taking the pills and flip it right back on. They are, that's not been tested. They're making all of that up. And they literally are using the same pills that they use to chemically castrate pedophiles um, on these children. There's no test. There's no long-term oh, thing. And if we want to get real conspiratorial down that line, well, hey, there's a whole bunch of people in this world that say we're overpopulated. A whole bunch of people in this world that say yeah, there's we a have lot too going many humans. On to, uh, we have too many humans. Minimize too many the people. population. So why wouldn't this want to be something that's pushed? Because we can minimize the population. We can sterilize like 30% of a generation. Because if, if it plays out the way it is, that this is how many people identify as this thing in a certain younger generations in certain sectors. Yeah. You could sterilize a section. Oh, this is... This is population. very much about population And we can control. get to that point. Um, uh, but what it comes down to is there's a pharmaceutical side of things. Then there's a psychological side of things. Um, if you're a trans-affirming psychologist, you are going to make a ton of money over the next couple decades because you are going to be able to have someone sit in a room and listen to them and talk to them about how they don't feel like they fit in the spot that they're supposed to be and say, all you have to do is do this. All you have to do is, oh, let me prescribe you this drug. Let me prescribe you that. We know that doctors make money off prescribing drugs to people. Mm -hmm. And if this becomes something that is covered by insurance, then the insurance starts paying for it. And then, oh, wait. We always know when insurance pays for things, other costs go up and it becomes something that people that charges hundreds and thousands of dollars a month maybe. Yeah, it becomes for. something we're paying for. And it, it becomes something that we all pay for. And so it's something that this just moves forward. And yeah. the last thing that's wild to me is the cost of reassignment and all those kinds of different things. So for example, um, a reassignment surgery, $30,000. That's just the initial surgery. Um, if you want to get a surgery to mess with your face so that you look more like the other gender, mm -hmm. $25,000 to $60,000, something like that. If you want to add breast implants, anywhere from five dollars to $10,000. And if you're going the other way and you want to remove your breasts, which there are literally teenage girls getting their breasts removed because they go, I don't like how these feel on me because they're changing and they're just going through this. They go, I don't like how these feel I'm on just me. Thinking, I don't know how that feels. <laughs> go ahead. Because they, they're changing and they're, they're seeing that change. They will get removed. That costs $8,000, $10,000. And they're mutilating to themselves. To mutilate people. They're mutilating themselves. People are their paying to mutilate themselves. And then... When you get a surgery to change your bottom portion of yourself, you are never actually healed from that surgery. You constantly have to push that wound back open if you are a female and you constantly have to do things if you are a male 
to maintain that because your body is literally rejecting you reopening wounds and trying to heal you because it is unnatural. And so there's this thing that happens where you will end up having crazy smells come out, all kinds of things. I don't speak this from experience. I went on the internet because there are people who have gone through this who just write online saying like detransition forms. They're like, this is terrible. This is what yeah. happened to me. This is so bad. This is what I'm struggling with. Of course, it's anecdotal based upon this person's experience. And yeah. I understand that. But we're not deep enough in this yet to be like, we have data. Like, And I don't think we should no. get deep enough. We should no. not get deep enough into this to have data on this. We have the data. There's male and there's female. You don't even have to look at the Christian biblical worldview. A great documentary that just came out, um, What is a Woman? They went to a tribe in Africa and it was like, what do you mean there are different genders? And what do you mean a man can become a woman and Besides. a woman can become a man? male a, and female yeah a mean. tribe in the middle of africa which you hear all the time oh it's a western thing and all this stuff and these societies these places in the middle of nowhere don't live like our western binary they do they do because they can see and they can go oh this is what happens and they understand that that's how it plays out i ranted for a bit there any yeah. thoughts on that level? i just want to read uh, psalm 139 14 I will give thanks and praise to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. And I think what it comes down to is, um, you know, Satan attacks people with their identity, trying to distort and pervert. Sure. And people who um, are already having a struggle with their identity or their relationship with God are extra vulnerable to these sorts of things. People that have you know, maybe had abuse happen within their lives um, in some way, shape or form. But I think it's really important to remember that, yes, of course, we want protection for the people that are being groomed, um, children and adults alike. But we also yeah. want restoration for the people who are doing the grooming. Yeah. Um, you know, Saul's can become Paul's, mm -hmm. you know, with the transformation that God can provide. Absolutely. They and can. and it, I think those people who are, you know, kind of at the head of this, I mean, yes, I think they're pure evil. But I also think at some point they were, I mean, yes, they were created in God's image. Yes. Period. That doesn't mean mm -hmm. he that those people are his kids. You're yeah. when you're a Christian, you're his kid. Yeah. Um, but they were made in the image of God and something along the way perverted their um identification. Yeah. with that and somewhere along the way they didn't understand god's love for them mm -hmm. didn't put their trust in god and really partnered with the enemy and i think it's important that you know as christians we we can't be because we have the holy spirit inside of us we cannot be possessed by demons we can be oppressed but not possessed and so we don't know what it feels like when we are being possessed which a lot of these people i think are mm. Um, I think that they have demons that are literally operating within them. And these people have decided to let themselves be vessels for this. Hmm. And I think it's just really, really important to be praying for hearts to be softened, for yeah. eyes to be opened, and for complete redemption and restoration for yeah. for all. I mean, God, God wants all of us in heaven with yeah. him. That's not going to happen for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's important to always be praying and striving for that. And yeah. that is absolutely not going to happen if we as Christians just keep our mouths shut all the time yeah. um, because we're too scared to tick somebody off or we're too scared that yeah. if we say something, someone might not come to our church anymore mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah. That's not biblical. That's not the biblical um, protocol or anything. Or and standard. I, 
or standard. And yeah. and I think it's it's just getting really, really hard because a lot of us are starting to feel, I think a lot of us are kind of just feeling bombarded by the whole agenda and everything yeah. that's going on in the world because there is just so much. It's easy to get just kind of discouraged and want to clam up and not do yeah. anything. Um, but that's not helping anybody. It's not helping you. You're going to have to answer for your yeah. actions you or lack to thereof answer. to God yeah. one day. And you're not helping those people that are stuck in the sin. If you yeah. if you had people at your church um, who were sleeping together and living together, and I mean, I, I would think if I was a pastor at the church that I would want to speak to these people and help them find a better way. I mean, I know a church that we previously went to, they wanted to serve and the pastor was going, okay, what's going on here? Like, why aren't you guys getting married? Like, let's do this right. And literally married Just them. Just got married. Literally married Fantastic them. And I was move. like, dang and then Way they served had a baby i mean like this beautiful redemption story yeah and a lot of times it's just because christians because don't he spoke know. <laughs> all it was is he spoke. yeah but i'm saying they weren't necessarily even sure. trying to live a life displeasing to god yeah they probably identified as christians their whole life sure, never read sure. scripture blah 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 but a pastor was bold enough to yes, say something about because it because he spoke and said you happened. know we don't know if we have tomorrow we have no idea we don't know if we have tomorrow we don't know if the people around us sinning i mean we're all we all struggle with sin, you know, to some capacity, but we don't know yeah. if other people that are being placed in our path are going to make it to tomorrow. Yeah. And so I was just amazed when that pastor saw that and went, no, let's, what's going on here? Let's fix this like now. Yeah. And like literally this. like, boom, boom. I think that happened twice at that church, just that we're aware of that campus. And it was within a couple weeks they just got married. Like, yeah. Let's like, married. let's just do this. Fine, yeah. Why are we? Yeah. This isn't right. Let's just do it. And I so admired that boldness. And mm -hmm. so... I just hope that that's the same if you see someone struggling with homosexuality um, or same sex attraction, you know, whatever. Or transitioning. You, transitioning or anything. or. anything under the pride banner. That's what we're talking or about. Or any other sin. If you see someone yeah, who has a gossip sin. problem, if you see, you know, if you know of someone who's getting drunk all the time, like getting drunk is not. <laughs> That's not okay yeah. as a Christian. And so I'm just saying there's a whole line of things and that when I saw that at that church, I was blown away of why isn't this happening more? Yeah. And um, boldness. boldness. And I think it's just very important for Christians to not get cowardly. Yeah. Um, I just want to read this really fast. It's yeah. Revelation 21, 8. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. And I think it's really important for us to realize that like, oh, shoot, cowards is on that list. Like, whoops. You yep. know, I put all what I consider yep. the big sins in that list. Like, oh, shoot, cowards. Whoops. Am, am I, I that? Am I coward. <laughs> you know? And so I think it's important to just look at it that way. And um, something that I think we should all be encouraged by, because again, sometimes it can all feel a little daunting because it is so much. And it's like, oh, like, am I going to lose my job over this? Am I going to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes people are quiet because of that type of stuff. And I think it's important uh, to recognize that there's nothing new under the sun. Like, mm. you know, there this this has happened in history. This has yeah. happened back in, I mean, it's documented even in the Bible, mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff. And so this is um, Ecclesiastes 1.9. History merely repeats itself. It has all been done before. Yeah. Nothing under the sun is truly new. And so I think we should take heart when we when we read that and go, mm -hmm. okay, sometimes it might feel like this has gone so out of control. Like, God, mm -hmm. where are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. ah, help. Mm -hmm. But this is nothing new under the sun. It's yep. nothing that God can't handle. But we also need to be very aware of the fact that, you know, God has placed spiritual gifts inside of each and every one of us. And maybe if we all just are 
you know, staying quiet and shutting up and bowing down and taking part, blah, 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 blah. Maybe that's kind of what gets us here in the first place. Yeah, 100%. That's what gets here in the first place. And I think that's a a very key thing to to point out is it. So what do we do as Christians? What do we need to do moving forward? How are we going to move forward in this? What do we do within the situation? And so I think um, one thing you talked about the idea real quick, they said, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my job. This will be terrible. It's going to be so bad. I'm going to deal with all these different things and all stuff will be very, very hard and difficult. And I can understand that. Mm -hmm. But then if you just stay quiet and everyone else has the same mentality you do and everyone just stays quiet, then 10 years from now, things will be different. And then you're, and this might sound crass, but like if you have a kid and, and you're like, oh, if I say something or I do something, this will happen to me. I'm sorry, but like, your child's chance, your the, the, your child's chance of getting into this kind of stuff, transitioning, being groomed, getting molested, whether mm-hmm. they go to public, probably if they go to public school, all these kind of different things, like that will increase. Yep. So, what do you really care about here? Do you care about your child? Of course, you have to have a job to get food. You'll mm-hmm. find another job and you'll find a way to get your kid food. But do you really care about your kid going down that path? And I'm trying to be like, kind of dance around this. Like, things could happen to your kid. People could take advantage of your kid like that. Even if you don't have a kid, kids in general, the next generation, I care about the next generation. I don't have a kid, but like I don't want to leave a world where there's an increased chance that a child will have to be exposed to these kinds of things and then therefore be groomed into accepting these kinds of things and then be okay with being taken advantage of. Because that's the point that this will get to if we don't just stop this and draw the line in the sand and then push back. And that's a key thing I think as Christians, we talk about this idea of like, what do we do as Christians? First thing we have to do, first thing we have to do, and I have to do this, you have to do this, we all have to do this, we have to go, we drop the ball, we drop the ball. We gave into the lie, the lie of liberty in a certain way that goes, hey, let everyone else do what they want to do. Let them do what they want to do. It won't affect me. I won't bother them. It won't bother me. That kind of thing. We have to admit that that was a bad idea and we have to move on from that idea and say, no, there are standards because now we're walking on a path where children will be harmed. And right. So, and we were um, like, since we don't have kids, we've been looking into the idea of adoption sure. and there. There were different um, preparation things that you had to do for, you know, a social worker to come to your house and interview interview you guys and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if this was just the site that I was on, but it had said it was a general guide for Arizona. I don't know if that was true or not. Um, but you were going to be asked about um, what your views were on the LGBT. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever the things are. The alphabet are. mafia. Yeah, you were going to be asked about what your views on that were. And yeah. I'm pretty sure most social workers, uh, pretty sure I know their Lean views on that. Lean a certain direction. Um, and so I was kind of horrified yeah. um, that that was even Oh, let's disqualify, let's, let's, let's hurt children anymore. Let's, dis- let's make law that disqualifies a majority of the people who adopt. Yeah. So I hope Christians. that wasn't everywhere, but the site that I was looking on for Arizona um, that was giving you just examples of, you know, different things you'd have to do to your house, sure. different questions that you were going to be asked that was on it. And that yeah. made me go, whoa. Yeah. And so um, That's not I, good. I know you want to jump to uh, Romans eventually, um, but I want to just hit yeah, a few things it. that us as Christians, we need to do. We have to admit we dropped the ball. We were talking about that a second ago. Admit we dropped the ball, move forward and say, hey, we have to stand up and start doing something. Yeah. Now, the interesting part is like you go, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Well, first and foremost, 
educate yourself. All the things I just rambled off, these ideas and stuff I had, I had to look those things up. I had to clarify those things. I had to listen to podcasts and have conversations and learn, just learn. You need to educate yourself on this and what's happening in the culture. You cannot hide from the culture. Um, like we're going to talk about in a second, you don't want to be transformed by the culture, but you cannot hide from the culture. Yeah. If you're hiding from the culture, you can't address the culture. And so this is something that you need to be involved in it and not go, ah, well, this is, it's a, I think it's actually a lie from the enemy when he, when you get into this mode and you say, I don't want to deal with any of this. It's, you know, it's yeah. too much. I can't deal with it. I, I just want to keep a clean mind and just focus on God, which you should focus on God a hundred percent. I'm not saying don't focus on God, but what I am saying is you need to understand what's happening around you so you can address it because I did not know the certain things that were happening around me till a couple of years ago and I'm still learning and really catching up and understanding yeah. this and that's what has this outpouring now that's why we're right. here having this conversation and you can't and shouldn't have it be the only thing you're filling no. your mind with in any way no. shape or form no but being aware of what's happening is you need to understand very crucial because if you don't know what's happening how do you know what to pray against yep a hundred percent and oh yes of course when we admit things have dropped the ball, the first immediate action is to pray. Pray yeah. for, first off, forgiveness that you've done nothing. And that's what I'm, I'm doing, praying. I'm, yeah. I'm praying, God, I've done nothing. I need to pray about this. And then I'm praying, God, redeem these people. First and foremost, redeem Absolutely. them. Let's have some Paul, Saul to Paul stories here. Uh, there are plenty of examples of it. It's so beautiful and so great. Oh my gosh. I follow people on TikTok so who many have cool examples. You know, detransitioned. detransitioned. Is that the term? Yeah, there's all kinds of things. Oh my in the gosh. And I'm movement. like sobbing. And these yeah. people have come to Christ oh, and yeah. they're no longer suicidal and yeah. they finally like you know oh absolutely you have so all so kinds forth, of stories of, of this beautiful. kind of stuff in every angle even like people leaving Planned Parenthood there's all kinds of different stuff you are stuff. never too far gone yes never whatever, ever ever too far gone yeah. sorry no continue. you're good I'm sorry wherever you've gone or whatever you've done however you have chosen to mutilate your body you are not too far gone ever. for God to redeem 100% ever yeah. so that is something um, mm. that I just want to make sure is yeah. said the next thing you can do um when possible, this is very difficult, and I think something that we've been practicing lately, but it's very hard, is when when you can, don't spend money on companies that push this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because if, you, if you're <laughs> giving money- Which is easier said than done. Very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you start diving down the hole, you're like, everybody does this. Yeah. Everybody's okay with this. All these companies are fine with this, and it's wild. There are certain types of shoes I don't buy anymore, yeah. certain types of clothes I don't buy anymore. You might notice a lot of my stuff I wear is very plain um, because I have a very plain thing and not branded They things. have noticed, Cameron. They've noticed I'm plain and boring. I get comments. Why does he dress so boring? <laughs> and so we end up having, that's what we have to do is say, look, like, hey, mm -hmm. I'm not going to support this when possible. It's very difficult to. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. have to buy groceries. We're not like, perfect we at it in not any perfect, capacity. But where you can do that. And yeah. more importantly than just doing that actively where you can find companies you can support yeah and if you hear of companies doing certain things find a way to get them money yeah find a way to do certain things and i just want to call it out the hypocrisy of these companies because and everybody knows mm -hmm. this i think but this is something i discovered like last like last year this time it's like Every single one of these companies that does a pride thing and yeah. they're like twitter or on their website like pride month we're celebrating this it's not every single one uh, every, I, i'm saying Almost every single company that does this, yeah. if you look at their their Twitter accounts in Saudi Arabia or another part of the country, <laughs> or another, sorry, another part of the world, yeah. whatever you might want to call, they ain't putting none of that in there because nope. they know 
it's all about the money. It's all about money. Just like the pharmaceutical companies trying yeah. to make money off these people dealing with this issue. And just like these companies putting it in their bio and making these commercials, yeah. they are just trying to play to you to make money because they want to own you and take your money yeah, and fund these things all more. Manipulation. That is it. It is just about yeah. that. Um, and so let's be clear on that. There's a huge hypocrisy happening where you can don't spend money. And I think another thing that you can do, and this is um, an interesting point, is make stuff like this like we're doing now and share stuff like this that is a shameless plug please share this um but really that's what you can do yeah. take the if you can't take the risk of making something like this share something like this share it with people put it out there show them something like yeah. this and then when you're willing to have the conversation with people maybe you have some family members typically older family members think oh it's just it's just the progressive movement it's totally fine they just want some freedom and this and this it's not that anymore it used to yeah. be that 20 years ago it is not that anymore we are on a different level at this point show them these clips that i'm going to show you in this video i will link them all show them these clips and say this is what that movement that you once voted for is doing now right do you do you stand by this do you still want to have this be a thing you're sick if this is something you still want to have going on in this yeah. movement and it is not okay and so make stuff like this and share stuff like this and our words have the power to speak life and death 100%. so it goes along with what you're saying yeah being able to speak these things is speaking life over them and i think that's very important yeah and i'm not just saying do share stuff like this. like don't do the opposite of this you see um I think we've all learned this looking at history, but if you look at the idea, there's different generations of warfare. The, it goes all the way from like back in the day with like swords and then like we got guns and then we got like planes that can go like around the guns and then we're coming from different angles now because we can go fast. And then we get to the political warfare, which is the fourth generation. Mm -hmm. And then fifth generation is the informational manipulation type of warfare. Yeah. And we are in between fourth and fifth generational war. There's a politics-based thing happening and there's an information algorithm-based thing happening where influence wins the warfare. Yeah. So this is a battle. This is a spiritual battle. And we are not going to storm or attack or do anything no, violent. No, absolutely not. And that's why I not. want to clearly say like, no. it's war, but there is a new type of way to fight the battle. And it is through information and it is through convincing and talking and having conversations. Well, it it's through partnering with the Holy Spirit because yes. you're not going to change someone's heart. The yes, Holy Spirit of course, is. But of being course. obedient and saying what totally. he's called you to say yes. is very important. But I'm saying strategically when you look at this, like it's about like it's about having the conversation. It's not yes. about just again, back in the day to win influence in the world, you would just take a bunch of your guys with swords and run up that hill and take out the other guys. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works anymore. We have moved past that. And yeah. I love that we've moved past that as a society, but we are here now in a moment where information and conversation is what actually wins the cultural spiritual wars throughout the world. And so that is the key thing here. And that's why uh, the big encouragement really for Christians is the small act of just sharing this or something else like this and mm -hmm. saying, hey, this isn't okay, is just another way for one more person to maybe hear about it that hadn't heard about it. Yeah. Because three or four years ago, I hadn't heard anything about this. No. And even a year ago, I really hadn't gotten too deep into this. But it's only after this last year, and especially seeing how everything went down with different things, with the government locking things down and pushing uh, medications on people and now yeah. seeing the profit that can be made from medications and profit made on these medications specifically now we start looking to this idea of like okay as christians we need to push this idea out here and this biblical idea that 
God created us. Mm-hmm. We are not the creators. No. We do not get to edit the creation. No. And we are not going to play that game. And that is not a good idea. No, absolutely. And I think it's important to know that, you know, if you are not a coward and you stand by scripture, you might be cut off from people. Sure. Family, friends, whatever. And you need to be okay with that. Um, like scripture even tells us if you are to present the gospel to somebody and they reject it and reject the gospel, you are you are to shake the dust off your boots yep. or the blood is on your hands. And so I think it's just very important to recognize that. I yeah. also want to say we are not in any way, shape or form telling you to go storm people that are that have a rainbow pin on them or whatever no. or you no, know, no. are blatantly, you know, you won't flouncing you won't around. That's anybody. not going to win anybody to Christ to no. run up to people and tell them they're going to hell. Nope. Um, that is in no way, shape or form what we are saying. To yeah, do, 100%. Just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. And I, very clearly too, like when you just even like look, like we have to be different than the other side of people that are doing things. There is a movement and whole another ep- set of episodes with things like abortion, but there are like things being pushed and, and people's homes being attacked, not attacked, right. but like, you know, like surrounded and yelled at like judges or judges being attacked and yeah, things like ambushed that. And ambushed and attacks the wrong word, but like a cost accosted their information's being leaked. Like we are not playing that game no. and we don't want to play that game because that is not being kingdom minded in no, any way, not shape, in any way or shape or form. And so that's what, but we as Christians also need to be kingdom minded and say, Oh no, 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 no. Uh, we see where this goes. And um, if this keeps going this way, we will end up in a situation where there will be damage done to children. And if there is anything that we can all get behind, it's that the innocence of children must be preserved. Like yeah. that just, that's it. Like if we can't all agree on that, then there's something missing here. Yeah. And we need to show that this is happening so that we can, because there are always going to be people that try to pervert the innocence of children. Yeah. And if the innocence of children is being perverted, we all have to stand up and say, whoa, whoa, whoa time out, time out. This is done. Mm-hmm. You're not doing this anymore. And um, also you can affirm people that are pushing back, you know, whether it be liking this, subscribing to this, sharing this. If there are politicians that are pushing back against this kind of stuff, doing things, donate to them. I don't know. Do whatever you want. But like those are ways that we as Christians need to fight back. And when people say uh, this is another episode we'll probably get into later. Talk about this idea of like Christians, they don't get into politics, don't get into this, don't get into that. First off, this is not political. This is a spiritual issue and a cultural issue. Absolutely. Spiritual first, cultural second. So and politics is going to end up being something that will be a part of that. But when you talk about this idea of like politics as Christians, we should avoid politics and this and that and all this kind of stuff. Great. This isn't political. This is spiritual. Yeah. First off, but also for other people who want to say they're part of it, there are verses all throughout the Bible that we should be petitioning for our government, for a better government. There are examples. I mean, is Esther nothing then is Esther nothing is, is the story of, of, you know, any any time uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, standing up and saying this is the, the political stuff. They're pushing back against political systems. Daniel, like there's all kinds of examples all throughout the Bible right. where these things are happening. And so we as Christians actually should stand for the actual liberty, which is the liberty to pursue virtue and the liberty to pursue God. And in the way that we see as Christians, we see that. And that's what this country is found on the idea that you get to pursue virtue because when um, people are just left to their own devices without a God, they literally talked about this in this country that Mm -hmm. this government that was built and the constitution that was built was built for a God fearing and moral people. Right. And so when freedom is left 
in the hands of whatever and there is no God-fearing immoral people, this is where freedom leads to slavery. Slavery, yeah, to, slavery sin to sin and slavery to wanting to bring people into your sin. And what's better than someone affirming your sin, especially if oh, a child affirms your sin. That's a whole perverted thing of this. Like it's literally children affirming other people's sins. Yeah. Again, videos all over the internet of like people sharing, like I came out to my preschoolers today and they were so nice to me. And talking about this idea of like them crying and having an emotional moment because a child affirmed them. This whole idea is like, then you're still a child. And so this is where if, if you need the affirmation of children yeah, for mentally. your identity, you're still mentally a child. Yeah. Me and Cameron used to go back and forth because he was still your what's it called? Libertarian is kind of what you were more leaning. Libertarian ish. Yeah, yeah, I was ish to where it's oh, let people do with one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I had a problem with that because I'm going that's that kind of voting, though, is not necessarily in alignment with scripture. Yeah. And what I mean by that is um like the prayer that Jesus teaches the disciples is on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. And I think it's very important and we're not telling you, you know, who you should vote for or whatever, but you need to make sure that what you're voting for is in alignment with bringing a piece of heaven to this earth on yeah. earth as it is in heaven. And if you are voting something in or voting in favor for something that is not aligned with that, I I don't think you are... Um, you're definitely not partnering with God. You're not partnering with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's a nice way to say that. Um, and I think that's just very, I think a lot of us get very stirred up on, oh, which is the right way to do this, that, and whatever. And, you know, it can get very complicated because politicians are very manipulative. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say all sorts of, you know, elite people, whatever, are extremely evil and manipulative. Sure. And so it can be really hard to see what the right thing is to do, even yeah. if, you know, I could have a really good heart and intention for something and someone else who's a Christian um, who in the end wants, you know, the same thing ultimately that I do, but believes we can accomplish it, you know, in a different way. I say we both look and go, okay, is how I'm voting right now in alignment with heaven? Is voting mm. to kill babies in alignment with heaven? I'd say not. Probably not. Is voting in alignment with perverting um, marriage something that God created? Is that in alignment you know, with heaven? I'd say probably not. Mm. And so there's just different things like that. And I'm not saying if you vote differently than me that you're not a Christian. I'm not saying yeah. that at all. Um, I'm just saying I think that's kind of an easy little cheat sheet on how to partner with the Holy Spirit and mm -hmm. everything that you do, including voting is, yeah. okay, is is me voting this way helping helping God bring yeah. heaven to this earth? Um, and I, I just think that's important in all that we do. And I also think it's really important that we never stoop um, to other people's levels with, you know, slander, with canceling people, with anything yeah. like that. I think... Um, there is a way to stand our ground, to not compromise on truth, mm -hmm. but to still show somebody honor um, in the capacity and in the sense of, you know, even if they're completely disobedient to God, they are still made in his image yeah, and trying to remember that when you're yeah. in conversation with them. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, you quickly you know, can get into the cycle mm -hmm. of, well, you're sinning yourself then and, you know, yeah. back, forth, back and forth, an endless cycle. So. Just remembering when you're in conversations, there is absolutely yeah. a time to walk away and to, you know, shake the dust off your boots, mm. wash your hands of it so you don't have blood on your hands, walk away. Yeah. There's a time to, you know, be respectful, stand your ground and not speak your truth, but speak God's truth. 
and um, and do that in a respectful way where you're still honoring that other person. Because while the Holy Spirit, um, I do believe, calls us to say certain things at different times, um, and I think that will sometimes depend upon our spiritual gifts, but I think um, we need to be careful that we're not just constantly running our mouths because yeah. there's also, I think, proverbs that warn us against that. You know, it's yeah. unwise to be doing that too. And so to really just be partnering with the Holy Spirit and be very in tune with what he's asking of you mm -hmm. and operate within that capacity. Um, I also think, like we said previously, get, get in God's word. If you're a Christian and you have not read through the entire Bible, I so recommend it because if if you do not know what is in this book it it's there's no confusion on why you're getting you know swayed into a different direction yeah. and caught up with things um i think it's easy for christians that do read the bible to get swept up in you yeah. know empty worldly nonsense and so how mm -hmm. much easier it you know is it for someone who who really doesn't know what's in this book and is taking other people's words for it yeah and so um just being very mindful and aware of that but i just want to reiterate as we close out that we love the homosexual community um we do not think that their sin is any different um from our sins in yeah. any way shape or form but we are addressing this one specifically because it has become in a movement that is being mm -hmm. pushed upon people um, where grooming is taking place and where we're seeing um, a lot of self-mutilation, mm -hmm. mutilation with the help of doctors, and yeah. um, uh, honestly, just, you know, eternally perishing. Pride, which is the truest form of playing God. And yeah. they're playing God by cutting things up and, that, that, and trying to say, this is supposed to be that way. Yeah. And so that's, that's why we address this, is because there's, a, there's something absolutely um, pivotal about addressing that it's, hey, it's like, this is moving an agenda forward yeah. as a movement. Yeah, and you need to be protecting um, what God wants to protect. You need yeah. to be protecting your pastors. There's been different points, and I think there still are, where they want to mm. make churches um, no longer able to be tax it, exempt yeah, and be able to nonprofits or whatever. Yeah. It, yeah, with their taxes if they're not okay with marrying um, homosexual couples. So really coming together as Christians and partnering together, partnering with the Holy Spirit yep. and being mindful to stand our ground and to um, always be voting on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, that's the perfect way to end it. On earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. Vote that way, live that way, all that. I love that, baby. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much for sharing all that. Thank you, everybody. Hey, remember when we said we were going to do this in 20 minutes? Yeah, real quick. Romans Hilarious. 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And sorry, I meant to say that way earlier. Um, okay. But that also is, I mean, that ties into all of this. We need to be very careful that we're not conforming to the patterns of sure. this world. We're not conforming to the pronouns of this world um, and just being very careful that we are being renewed you know constantly by god's word and by the holy spirit mm. all right you can close it well, out well if now. you're closing one more thing i have one more point oh, i missed gosh. i'm just kidding no <laughs> i do <laughs> i do have a point i missed but i'm just gonna let it go um so Quick, 10 seconds Whoa, 10 seconds um you have a soul oh you really are okay you have a soul. Yes. That, that's all I'm saying is you have a soul. And I think people have been told that they don't have a soul. And when they don't have a soul, that means they get to control their body and mutilate their body because they think that's their entire identity is their body. But on that right, note. Right. There is something very eternal about very you. Very eternal about you. And when there's an eternal perspective, yeah, you won't mess with that. Absolutely. Wow. You will. You will have to answer to God one day for. Yeah. 
your action or inaction. Yes. So just be very aware of that. Absolutely. Well, one day we will do a 20 minute podcast here on the Transforming Podcast. When <laughs> that, that day, day comes, <laughs> it will be a very long time probably from now. Either probably. way, uh, thank you so much everyone for joining us for this episode of the Transform Living Podcast. Uh, we are blessed by you being here and uh, I, I really, please share, please share this. Yeah. Please share, be a part, be a part of the spiritual battle by sharing this with someone that maybe, you know, loves God, sees this and goes, what do we do with this? What do we do with this situation? And this is just a conversation to start. We are not the experts. We are not the final stop. You should be looking at plenty of different things. Please check all the links for all the different things you'll see that we mentioned and the videos that we'll play on the screen. We'll put them all throughout this whole thing. And I Um, go for it. Yeah. And I hope that our hearts on this issue came across well. And if there was something that maybe we didn't say just right or whatever that, tell us, you know, you give us grace on that. That's actually us. what I was going to say. Tell us nicely because um, I, I would like to hear feedback. I mean, that's me just personally like that's fine. tell us nicely and, and please leave a comment, share, subscribe, do all the things that you're supposed to do on whatever platform you're on. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you all next time.